And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Just Kickball, Season 2, Volume 14. We're here in Just Kickball Studios. Bing! What up, Boom? How you doing, buddy? You know, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, we've gone back to kickball, right? Um, the fr- this is like the lull or like the downtime of year for kickball. Mm-hmm. Um, like this middle of winter. Everybody expects the weather, everybody expects the weather to be shit. It to be cold or wet or maybe even snowy, so a lot of teams aren't playing, and you only really only have like one day a week where we're playing kickball, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's it's nice to be on the field, and the weather has been reasonably nice the last three weeks. It has weeks. been this this last week specifically. We had uh, you know a really nice uh, day out. Uh-huh. Uh, to me, I always look at this uh, time of year as uh, shake out the cobwebs time. Uh, you know, I, I don't typically play late fall. So, you know, kind of, you know, getting, getting, you know, back on the field and remembering how to kick a ball. That's, right. that's, uh, take some time. Well, yeah, generally, especially for like departed, we've always taken off this past weekend or mm-hmm. past season, the late fall. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Late fall. And then we'll come back. It's like a, the thing we do for like our new year's. Oh, we're all going back after new year's to come play kickball. Yeah. Um, I've always just kind of expected it to not be as muddy, you know? Because like that late fall, when it first tar- start, first starts to get in, like the the ground gets super saturated, just like the OKC tournament. Oh yeah, and it was just like mounds and mounds of mud. It was like the first big storms the the, the area gets. Yeah, I remember the you know the last couple weeks of recess time when it was around. You know those mm-hmm. those last weeks were just always just soaked and right and muddy. But by the time like winter comes around. The the the, Port, the Portland Parks and Recs gets you off of the, the grass fields, so almost all always they're done on like Delta Park mm-hmm. on the turf, or uh, what's the one in like middle of Portland? Um, oh, uh, Grant. Is yeah, that, is it Grant? Is it a Grant? I know they it's do. Like Eleventh and whatever that school is. Yeah, so you know you could play there on turf or where we're playing right now at Lewis and Clark on turf. Oh yeah, there's PSU also. Oh play, yeah, PSU, PSU right? Mm-hmm. But so it's like like this time of year when I get back. I don't have to worry about the mud, but I do gotta like worry about like the cold. Yeah, like, you know it's funny. I was talking to some of the girls about uh, you know playing on turf. It it sounds like you know some people just aren't a fan of of the turf. Really? Yeah, I, I know love for the me turf, as as a guy, it's a different you know uh, way to kick the ball. Right? I, to me, it's easier. The ball rolls truer. Oh yeah. Um, oh, it's easier to play defense. Oh, too. the def- like the defense is always like just completely spot on. You know where the ball is going. You know, like the uh, there's not that dreaded Alex Sale where the ball rolls back into play. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and you gotta yell at the umpire for calling a foul ball early. Yeah, you know, like that shit doesn't happen. Yeah, um, and then you're playing on turf, so the lines are straight. Yeah, you know, it's, it's hard to fuck up the cones. Yeah, pretty you know? good. You know, obvious indicators yeah. of where you know fair fair foul. You know, out of play lines are. I mean, Paul still seems to ruin it every time. But uh, but like it's like a more true game. Yeah, I mean, I he he probably does it on purpose. <laughs> At this um, point, dude, he's like America's most wanted, you know. <laughs> no, I, I he's, he's uh, Ricky's most wanted. Oh, I goodness. love that guy. Uh, I I want to go to like WrestleMania and sit next to the two of you guys. Oh man, it's a dream. <laughs> you know, it there will be a time when I get to go to WrestleMania. It's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- th- when that time comes, uh, I could think of no one better that you know to watch WrestleMania with. 
Uh, although Andrew Ryan's a good uh, oh, wrestling really? fan, also. Um, Shout out to the Ryan. I'd love to play. I'd love. I'd love to go to Royal, the Royal Rumble first, which is coming up in a couple weeks here. So we should do our own Royal Rumble. The, the Royal Rumble is my favorite WWE uh, pay per view. We're gonna take some chalk lines out of the field. We're doing our own Royal Rumble. We're gonna do like a sumo Royal Rumble, <laughs> <laughs> shirtless Royal Rumble. Sumo style. Shirtless, greased up, <laughs> Royal Rumble. I mean, it would have been a good thing at OKC to do it then. Yeah, <laughs> that oh, day. the, muddy, the yeah. muddy fields. The muddy pit. Yeah, that probably would have been better for everyone that day, but we'll see. <laughs> um, okay, uh, you want to look look at these uh, underdog standings? Yeah, hey man, I, I I get the sense that you're itching to, t- to oh, talk, yeah. talk top fives. Uh, you know, what what are the top teams? But we'll... We're, I, I just I don't want to bury the lead too much. I know we're, we're going to get to it, but mm-hmm. let's let's talk about some of the others. Okay, so well let, let, let's just do the whole acknowledging the people who are playing kickball. Yeah. So before I even do the rankings, it, it's cold, it's wet, and people aren't always excited to play this time. Before I do the rankings, I just want to acknowledge all the teams that are playing. Yeah. You know, hey, thanks for playing, right? Uh, which is going to be the Leftovers, uh, GGA, Syndicate, Misfits, Kicky McKickface. <laughs> Kicking McKickface. Right. That's great. Um, they're an indie team. It's always great to have these new players come in, right? Uh, Too Legit to Kick, which is a team that's been around for a really, really long time, and I know absolutely no one on that team. Mm. Uh, I don't know how that's fucking possible. Uh, Big City Slams, 21 outs, Virgins on third base, Boot and Rally, and Departed. So everybody gets a shout out for playing winner. Everybody seems to think it's the worst season to play, but I, I get a kick out of it. Not you know you like you said you know there are people that you don't necessarily get to see all year that you only see during the winter mm-hmm. time. So um, you know that's that's kind of neat too. Um, but it's just a different game on turf. So it's uh, you know it's fun to mix it up every now and then. All right, and um, since it's a new year, I think we're ready for Laser Beams top. Six laser beams, top six. <laughs> I thought it was five. It, well, it, it, it's it's six because DGA deserves a little shout out. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll start with the laser beams, top six rankings. I have a GGA. They're coming at the number six spot. They're zero and two. Yes, with two losses. Yes, two losses come to very good teams. One is twenty-one outs, tight game. They lose nine to ten in the first game of the season. Um, that's I mean, uh, twenty-one outs being the returning. Fall went late. Fall champion, they with they beat uh, Kick Ass last year. That's a pretty impressive loss. If you could ever say an impressive loss, I, I don't know how I feel about that. But they pushed twenty one outs to a nine ten game. They looked pretty impressive in there. Uh, their second loss was departed twelve six. Um, jumped all over us in the first four innings. You know, really pummeled us. They were winning six one. They looked really impressive. Uh, um, ended up losing the game twelve six, but still two impressive losses. If that's possible, uh, coming in at number five is uh, Misfits. I believe last year championship of Division Two was Misfits versus GGA, and mm. I think Misfits ended up winning. Uh, Misfits is one and two uh, with a win over. I believe it's too legit to kick at nine zero, but two losses, um, one to Boot and Rally five ten and uh, Big City Slams. At uh, three to six, uh, number four in my rankings is uh, Big City Slams coming in at one hundred one. Uh, I got to tell you that they're the most. Uh, I was kind of the most shocked one hundred one team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did. Pl- they did beat Misfits. Um, 
pretty good. Uh, no, it was a three-six game against Misfits. Uh, but the, them losing to um, Boot and Rally mm-hmm. uh, in a surprising loss. Um, two very talented teams, but excuse me, um, but didn't see that happening. Mm. Uh, so they're coming in at one and one. The number three teams departed. They're going to be two and zero. One win against the Syndicate, twelve three. And another win against UGA at twelve uh, six. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two team is the is the defending champion from last season. Twenty one outs. They're one and zero with their one win being nine seven uh, over G, or excuse me ten nine over G, uh, GGA. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to admit that uh, the reason they're number two teams they only got one game in, and uh, GGA did push them in, and they kind of escaped that game with a win. And your number one team in uh Malaysia beams top six for the year is boot and rally they have two wins a uh, pretty impressive uh, first win nine seven against big city slams and um, a really good win against misfits at 10-5 so there you have it yeah and they they looked really good against uh i think it was uh, big, city, big slams. city slams yeah right? they did uh, it was impressive. Obviously, Big City Slams, they all they have the, the same heavy hitters they always do. I, mm-hmm. I, can't, I, I cannot tell you. I know who the third baseman is. I, I don't recall. But they picked up uh, Garrison mm-hmm. in right center. They picked up uh, Eric at catcher. They still have, um, oh, why is his name? John, well, they still have Liz Stacey. Donovan. Stacy. They still have Lacey out in center field. Um, can't recall all the all the players on the team right now, but they have the same heavy hitters, right? Yeah. Same yeah. group of heavy hitters. Um, and Boone Rally came to play was anthony there this last anthony cole week? no anthony uh Stefanello? i don't remember seeing him this last week on big city slam not that you know what i can't recall seeing him either hmm. i wonder if he's on the roster we'll see we'll see um but then uh boot rally come into play you know uh it's uh chris oh why can't i remember percy, percy. chris mm-hmm. percy anthony cole um i can't recall the rest of the players on boot kevin rally. potter kevin, oh that's kevin potter's team and Haley. um I mean, just a phenomenal group of players, right? And I, to, you know, nothing to take away from anybody. But I was surprised they they beat Big City Slams. Pretty impressed, really impressed, actually. It's you know, I guess I saw Ken Potter kick the shit out of a fucking ball I, about I a saw mile that too. I saw that too. He, he looks healthy, and you know, yeah. good on him, man. I'm, I'm glad to see him out, you know, back on the the nice field. His fucking and, foot's working, you know. Yeah, um, I it's clear it's been filled with with steel, but. <laughs> I think he had it weighted this time from but, fucking lead. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, so that's my rankings as they are. Nice. Uh, well, I'll update them. I think uh, the schedule isn't av- available for the rest of the season. Um, yeah, what's up with that, underdog? No shit. Hey, so, uh, you know, I'd like to plan some things, and uh, it kind of revolves around you, dingus. Nope. So yeah, Eric, Paul, whoever, like, like fucking A, dude, get the fucking schedule out. Yeah, I mean, are you waiting to see what the Portland, I'm uh, not the what the what the football playoff schedule is? Is that what it is? <laughs> You're planning your Sundays around what games are on the yeah. TV? Because if that's the case, then that's kind of messed up, man. Yeah. We're more important than that. So, yeah. but you know, the Giants aren't playing, right? I do know. That's why I'm going to be a kickball every week. So <laughs> there's nothing, nothing to worry about there. So I think it's um. Thursday, about Thursday is when the schedule comes out. Hopefully, they have more than two games available. Um, there and, and I think this week's games and next week's games, really, there should be some pretty good games. Departed's got to play Boot and Rally or Twenty One Outs or Big City Slams, and you know the rest of the teams have to play Twenty. I wonder you know, if it's been posted. I just checked and it you has did? not. 
Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, Big City Slams, I want to see them against 21 outs. I got to see them play uh, uh, Departed or, you know, or Miss, you know, Misfits and, uh, G- and GGA playing against each other again. There's there's some really good kickball to be played in the next couple weeks. Uh, that tournament day starts on February 27th and ends on March 6th for all those who... The tournament for Underdog? Yep. For Underdog winner. Nice. Well, um, that should be exciting. I hope to be there. Uh, hopefully, you know, playing at least deep into the playoffs. We'll see. Right. Well, let's look. Let's look forward to it. Yeah. Um. Do you want to talk some kickball stuff? Yeah. Let's talk kickball stuff. What do you got? What do you got, well, Bean? What do you want to talk about? Well, it's been a while. We yeah. haven't actually sat down and really talked like real kickball in you know. And this is fucking kickball. We should be doing that. Yeah. Um, I think that's really where we thrive, or at least you know me. Yeah, you sometimes. I, I do my best. <laughs> I, I do what I can. Um, how about here's a topic: kickball etiquette. Like, what are your what are your things you got to do? You know, your time and place type of stuff. Sure. So, um, what, so what are we talking about here? So, like for me, um, you know, I I play. I've played a lot of catcher. I've played a lot of first base. I play, uh, you know, some third base, but. I really love playing the the catcher position and first base pos- position for a couple of different reasons. The number one for me is just being able to chat with the umpire or the ref and the kickers mm-hmm. or the the players at on base, right? Like the interaction. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cuz you know, I'm I like I like to joke and and poke fun and have fun and you know, um, you know, being able to kind of talk to someone when they come up to to kick mm-hmm. and you know, chat them up a little bit, you know, try to make them laugh or, you know, get them, get in their heads, uh, whatever that might look like. Right. Um, it's, it's a really fun part of the game. Um, first base is even more fun for me because, it, you know, someone makes a good, good mm-hmm. kick or a good bunt, you know, I'm the first one there, you know, you know, mm-hmm. say, hey, that was a good kick or, hey, that was a good bunt. Um, you know, great, great job. And then, you know, you know, maybe you say something like, oh, but I'm going to get you out right now. Right. You know, you know, just, it's just fun. It's fun back and forth. So that's the type of kickball etiquette that I have. Like it's like when you're on the field and you're playing, you're, uh, you're playing and talking to the, the opposing team, how are you engaging with them? Mm-hmm. Right. Question. Uh, do the rules change when you're playing a competitive team and when you're playing a not competitive team? On how I approach it, to yeah. be honest with you, no. Um, I I treat a competitive game just as I would a non-competitive game um, because I I think I think ultimately everyone's there to have fun anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if it's a competitive game, you know, I'm I, I I'm going to want to you know celebrate them when they do something good or not. So I mean, I have I guess I'm thinking of maybe some other kickball etiquette stuff that I'm. Uh, have in my mind yeah let's like do it. uh for instance uh like you know if, if if you score too many runs you know kicking away kicking away right, right. like no we're bunting for the girls right what about running on the base pads right so like if if you're playing second base mm-hmm. and there's no play at second get the fuck away from second base get the heck out of the base path right, right. oh or absolutely get off the bat yeah, right yeah you know like uh, if you're the defense you gotta get the leave let the runners have the area around the bases right totally. you can't you can't fucking block pass so that's that's chicken shit um you can't uh, impede the runners you know uh, what if it's a pot fly right infield pot fly you know does the defense you know let the ball drop or you know catch the ball you know because in okc there are uh, there is no uh infield fly rule 
Correct. Right. Um, there is a douchebag rule. There though. is. A, is it really douchebag? Yeah. Cool? Yeah. Totally. So yeah. like, if you intentionally drop a ball. So if you intentionally drop a ball. Correct. That's bad. It's an right? out. It's an out. Well, it's an out. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. It's a yellow it's card. A yellow card, right? Yeah. But in like a competitive game, if you make it clear you're not going to catch the ball, and everybody knows you're not going to catch the ball, like you make no intent to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. That's fair. If. In, so you're saying if if the ball is kicked high up in the infield, uh huh, and you make it, you, the defense makes it very clear you're not going to catch the ball. Okay, but but it's not unintentionally dropped. It's not ball. intentionally dropped. Interesting. So huh. I so they make I, no effort because they're like I can't like, catch this. No, no, I can catch this, but I'm going to choose to let this ball hit the ground. Huh. But you have to announce it. You have to make you know be very visceral about it that this ball is not going to be caught. Interesting. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, I've done it. You've done it. Oh yeah, I pissed Anthony Cole off so bad. I wish I had a video of it. You know, the ball was kicked up. We got runners on first and second. I don't know if it was that that competitive game, but I I was being competitive. And they were being competitive too. Is that? Yeah. Anyways, but I made it very clear we're not catching this ball. But why would you do that? Well, because you got runners on. If you catch the ball, runners don't don't have to advance. If you don't catch the ball, runners have to advance. Uh, but why would you want them to advance? Well, now I now I pick up the ball, I tag the runner, and tag the base. It's double play. Yeah, that to me is the douchebag rule. Not if you make it very clear you're not catching the ball. I don't... If you make it very clear nobody's catching the ball, the runners now get to advance. I'm interested in seeing how Underdog would interpret that. I would love to know how Underdog... If you make it very clear nobody's catching this ball. Uh-huh. The de- the defense moves away from the ball to allow the ball to strike the ground. Sure, but but there's plenty of time to still recover potentially. So th- well, now, a, now runner, if you potentially recover, now I think if you if, if the defense attempts to recover, now the defense is trying to uh, bait bait that's, the, and that's yeah. and that's why. And now I think that's when the douchebag role comes into play. But how but how as a runner can you ever believe the defense is actually going to do what they're saying? Well, so. if the if the defense doesn't do what they're saying, now they get the yellow card. Huh. Right. So if the defense does, if the defense reacts like they're not catching the ball, yeah. Right. And then makes the play to catch the ball, douchebag move. See, but I so the way that if the, the defense doesn't make the, the 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 intent, you know, now like they're just being honest the whole time. I think the way that the douchebag rule works is if a, if a ball is intentionally not caught, intentionally. So, but that's a different statement. Intentionally not caught or well, intentionally dropped. Well, intentionally not caught and intentionally dropped are essentially the same thing to me because they're both intentionally well, not caught. I'm, this well, is one I, is intentionally dropped. One is like I try to catch the ball, then moved my hands out of the way to drop the ball. That you're now you're now you're trying to bait the runners. But if you make very clear that you're not anywhere near the ball, or you know you make no attempt to go towards that ball, you clear the space to allow the ball to hit the ground. But as a runner, how can you ever trust the? Well, if but but if the defense decides to catch the ball, boom, douchebag move. Huh. So uh, so in those situations, you're uh-huh. proclaiming that what you would do if you were running is you would advance to absolutely, the base, knowing that they could still try to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. And if they attempt to catch the ball, hoping that well, not hoping if they do attempt to catch the ball, that's that should be a yellow card right then and there. I. 
see, you I just declared you weren't catching the ball. It's like a reverse douchebag situation. Well, I don't or, know. or it's intentional honesty. You are intentionally being honest. You're being very declarative. Oh, I don't know, Beam. This is, I, this is a fascinating. Ta- I mean, this is okay. this is fantastic. I mean, like this is what you would do in a competitive game, though. No, I think in a competitive game, I would just get take the out. Well, in a competitive game, I would let the ball drop and see if I can get a double play. And that's the douchebag rule. <laughs> that's the douchebag rule. But I'm but I'm being very clear that I'm not catching the ball. That's funny. I don't know. I don't know. I, kickball world. What do you think? I, I want to hear it. I, I want to hear it. I'd I mean, be curious. I know. I know. I chapped Anthony Cole's ass so bad on this one, um, and I still would do it again. And uh, I don't believe it was. There's no. There was no dishonesty about it. The sure. ball was going to strike the ground. Sure. It's. I think. I think what it comes down to for me is if you're on the opposing team, you can't assume that what the other team is saying is what they're going to do. Sure, but if the other team changes, if they show something, then do something different, then that's a very clear example of the douchebag. I think it I, I think it's actually that's fine. Go ahead. Also, also there is no infield fly rule in in Correct. rules. So Correct. if you know you could you could very clear very easily remove that play by just declaring it infield fly. Now you can see that, and that's my point: is if you if if we agree to look at the rules and say it's intentionally left out of the rules, the infield fly. Yes, you're right. It, the the infield so fly rule is intentionally left out of the rules so now, because if, in kickball, a high fly ball or a routine fly ball doesn't truly exist sure. because. But and you and you now you can end the argument by. By saying it does, because that because that's what that's what I'm announcing. I'm not doing. I'm saying I'm not making this routine fly ball catch. Yeah, I I I think I think what the what the spirit of the douchebag rule is intended to do is prevent people from making no effort or potentially misleading. Well, that w- then you should maybe put that in the rule books as it is, but it's not. And I don't believe I was being a douchebag, personally. I think I was very clearly announcing what was going to happen. And as an honest person, I am. So in fairness, and you and I have talked about this. You know, do the wave, the arm wave, you know, get away from the ball. You know, like you and I have talked uh, talked about this on and off the (laughs) air. Uh, There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that you're not trying to be a douche. What I do know also (laughs) is that you will do everything within the, the rules as they are written and take advantage of every rule that isn't written and make sure that you ca- capitalize on those leverages. If someone hasn't thought about the way that the rules are written mm-hmm. enough to have come up with these thoughts, then that's your advantage. Are you calling me a deep thinker? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, I'm I, saying I you're think. a deep, manipulative thinker. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking think, man. The shit that's in my mind, dude, I think. Yeah. Um, I do, I'll follow it up with, I watch a lot of kickball. Yeah. Um, and there are people. Lloyd Baltimore watches a lot of a lot of kickball. Uh, James Booper would watch a lot of kickball. And um, Corey Corey Cullen watches a lot of kickball. Um, I'm not gonna ever feel bad for watching a lot of kickball. Yeah. When you watch a lot of kickball, you you watch a lot of kickball. Absolutely. Um, you see things, mm-hmm. and it's almost. I I don't I can't I uh, it's it's my my mind works like a file cabinet. I find things interesting, and I open the file drawer, and I put it in there. And when I see things, it's almost like I open that file drawer and watch that video, all, you know, in a very fast second, and I know 
like, oh, I have to remember to do this. Yeah. And um, you, you, you know, for me, watching a lot gives a lot of those replays. So here's here's what I'd like us to do. So you just rattled off the names of several different people that I think most of us respect. I hate me with regards to the the, the, the understandings of the rules and how they're written and, and all that fun, how they should oh, be interpreted. Those guys all hate me. I'd be curious to hear what James Pittman has to think, or Corey Coleman has to think, or uh, Lloyd uh, has to think about your interpretation of that scenario. All right, so just so here we go. Right, the scenario is the ball's kicked up in the up in the infield. The defense makes it very clear. They show their arms. They scream, get away from the ball. They make it absolutely clear. Nobody's catching this ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, what what's your thought process what, there? Yeah. What do you think? Is that a douche bike play? Yeah, it, it, because essentially the reason why you're doing that is to see what the run, runners do and to try to get a, a double play. Yes. Which is why the douchebag rule exists in the first place. I mean, if, if the runners make an error... Well, I mean, no. If the, the, if the runners make an error, then yes, I'm going to get them out. Sure. And the error to be made there is them not moving because I'm declaring this ball to hit the ground. Sure. But what I'm saying is that the, the, I, I think it, my argument is that the spirit of the rule is typically something that has to be considered. Let me let me be clear. If I'm on the bases and someone's doing that, I'm, ha- I'm hauling ass getting home. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the defense pay the price. But but in your estimation, because the defense says that and then decides to catch it, then they're being a douchebag. Oh, then I'm going to go bloody murder and be like, fuck that. You can't do that. You can't say you're not catching the ball, then catch the ball. You're the asshole. When it's, a, when it's the defense's job to catch everything that yeah. is but out if, there. But if, the defense, but if they say that they don't yeah. want to, right. and oh, they do I it, would, then they're the oh, douchebag. Oh, yeah. I, if the defense I, I, does probably, the I, job I, of the defense, no, no, then no, somehow if, they're no, the no, douchebag. The, no, no. If the defense makes calls off the ball, then tries to call on the ball. Oh, dude, I, I might say some shit at the bar. I think I think this is entirely you, dude. I would say, I would say, I'd say <laughs> some shit at the bar. I think I'd say some shit at the bar. I'd call. I'd I'd say some shit at the bar for sure. This is this is hilarious and epic, and I'm so <laughs> I'm so curious to see how you guys uh, interpret this conversation because I think we I, I, I think one. I think in my eyes in my eyes it's one douchebag in the room. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> nope. Nope, no sir. All right, well that was good. Do you want to do you want to talk more etiquette or do do we want to beat this uh, more into the ground? Well, okay, you know, there's one other thing. Yeah, go one ahead. other thing. Um, well, you said you said you don't you play the same no matter if it's a competitive game or not. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't because, like, uh, for instance, a non-competitive game. Mm-hmm. Um, as the, if you're the catcher, you don't go after every bunt, especially when especially if it's a not so strong bunter and they miss hit the ball. You give the opportunity to do it again. It's well, and that's funny. It's so you've seen me do that. I've so I I was the type of guy that blew his calf out because every you know every you know bunt or every play on the field, I'd try to go running back up mm-hmm. for a space on whatever throw, um, especially with that new overthrow rule yeah. that under under yeah, they were advancing right? multiple runs. Yeah, so um, you know that was always something I was doing, and I you know probably totally responsible for me tearing my calf, but. Um, you know, that's just the way that... And when I said you, I meant the empirical all sure, of sure, us. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I think you were referring to you play everyone the same way. Right. right? And that's... And that's... It comes down to the same, you know, argument for me. I, I do look at every game the same way. If I'm up big, you know, am I going to... 
you know, be as aggressive or whatever? Probably not. But at right. the same time, like, uh, I'm going to play a competitive game, uh, at least while it's competitive, the same way. So if like, it's a 0-0 zero, zero game, I'm going to play it differently than if it's a 10-0 game. Like, what inning do you just, like, start mixing up the defense? If it's, let's say, let's say it's 7 nothing. What inning do you mix up the defense? Do you I, say, hey, what, t- what position do you guys want to play? I think... I think you know uh, if you're up seven nothing on a on a a really talented team. I don't necessarily never, know whether right? or not you, never. But you on a non talented. Oh yeah, no, no, seven nothing on a on a good team, dude. If it's seven nothing on, you know, I'll use a boot rally because I like yeah. Potter. Seven nothing boot rally. I'm probably shouting on the way back to the dugout like, how do I get seven more? Yeah, you know that, that that's all I care about is how do I get seven more? Yeah, it's foot on gas. It, I'm just gonna throttle it down. Yeah, honestly, it, it, there are times where. You know they. You know we were made to kick away, and we're like, I'm not necessarily comfortable yet. Right. right? Like. Yeah. You know, I understand we're up by you know whatever, but like seven nothing, not competitive game. What inning do you like move the defense around? I think after four. After four. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm saying three. Yeah. I I mean not a competitive game. I think so. Here's the thing: is that, like I want the and, team. Yeah. And again, I'm curious to see what your thoughts about this are because like I think sometimes it can be insulting when you take the foot off the gas mm-hmm. too much, mm-hmm. right? Like. I, I still want to play, but you don't want to make it obvious that you're not trying. Yeah, you know, it's kind of, yeah, man, look. <sighs> uh, seven nothing game after the third inning. Yeah, I think I play my I play my base defense the first, second inning just to get the reps in. And then yeah, I'd say the third the third inning. I, I, I take Frey off three. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's going to be that much fun if he stays at three the rest of the game. Um, you know, maybe I move Travis to three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or I, I don't know. That, that would be rude. Um, maybe put Audrey at three. That would that would be actually pretty interesting to watch. Get let, let Audrey get reps at three. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a I, that's always been something I've struggled with, right? So like, if if you're you know up on a you know not necessarily competitive team. You know, you don't necessarily want it to feel like you're smashing, yeah. But you also don't want it to feel like you're patronizing them. Sure, but so, you know, your 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 outfield's gonna catch the fly balls anyways. Yeah, but, you know, I think you. So the way that I've always looked at it is, if I'm kicking, you know, I'm gonna kick, but like I'm not gonna run as aggressively on the bases. I'm not gonna take an extra base. Yeah, there's gonna... no no more du- doubles. That's it, right? Yeah, I mean, doubles, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not. You know, putting the burner on for you know for three. If it's a natural double, then I'll take the natural double. But I'm not I'm not gonna you know push a double. Yeah, uh, yeah it's got it's got to be like about the third inning, seven nothing third inning. Everybody's kicking away, and no more doubles. Max, you're gonna get. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that too. So you know, feel free to you know share your your opinion. You said fourth. I think fourth. I said third. Yeah, yeah. I think around the, the fourth inning. That's when I'm looking at you know kind of lightening up there um you got you got any other etiquette stuff um no i think that's you know for the most part kind of what i wanted to well i mean i i i was totally willing to go in a different direction with it like you know the, I, I know we talked about the base paths i think um with regards to you know making sure that you know uh, like as a catcher, you're not blocking home plate if there's you know not a play. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's pretty standard. Yeah, yes, catcher to field. Like let's say you're defending home plate. Yeah. Oh, what about the if you're a runner, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a you know someone catching a fly ball in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you think it's cool for you to you know yell at them? 
Oh, absolutely not. Right? Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, there, and there's two things there. If, if you are a runner, let's mm-hmm. say you're on first base. Okay, the ball gets popped up to second, middle between first and second, second base area. Right. I don't think, and this is me as a me as me as a pretty competitive person. I don't think the runner has the right to the base path to second base. You don't think the runner has the right no, to the base path to I second don't. base? No, nope, do I don't. Who do you think has the right? If the ball is being caught right in line to second base, right, right, that's where the ball is going to drop, mm-hmm. or um, or. Uh, like uh, like they're gonna they're gonna catch the ball and like the and the second baseman's trying or you know they're just trying to they're just trying to run because like it's two outs yeah right you know hey there's two outs just running anything type of thing I don't think you have the right to run directly at, at second base mostly because I look at this and say I care about the safety of the defender like you like as the runner your head cannot be looking down yeah like not seeing where the defender is I think that's like a choice the the runner's choosing to put it, their head down not look where the ball's gonna drop. And they put the safety of the defender who's going to catch the ball in jeopardy, right? So I don't believe the runner has the right to the that that direct line to the base because they're no longer taking any consideration of the safety, you know, of the other kickballer. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I, they should be able to look up, like, okay, well, I need to get around this person. I think that's I think that's on both parties uh, to some extent, right? So like, um, you know, ultimately the defender has the right to make a play on the ball, right? Um, and the, the runner has the right to make an effort to go to second base and take the quickest path possible, right? Yeah, but I, I think they still have to be encouraged to not make collisions. Agreed, agreed. So I think... You it, have to protect this everybody's safety. Sure, which is why I think the hardest play is when it's like a soft liner, right? If it's a soft liner, you know, to uh, you know, second base yeah, or to first yeah. baseman, um, that's kind of hard. Um, but... You know, if for the most part there's enough time for the the runner or the defender to to adapt or to adjust, mm-hmm. I do think that the base runner should have more onus mm-hmm. on it because they're not trying to track a ball. Right. But to some extent, they are too, right? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're you're watching the ball also. I mean, like as the runner, um, as I, I think it's fair, I think this is totally fair to do. If you're a, a runner on first base and the ball gets hit really hard on the ground, so it's rolling, mm-hmm. right? I think you have the right to slow trot that, right? Yeah. Take your time running to second base. You know, the defender has to adjust to you in that situation, right? But but you don't have the right to stop and make the defender, you know, go through you to get the ball, mm. right? I think they have the right to do both. No, no, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. saying if the runner did do that, like they paused to prevent the defender from catching the ball, I think the runner should be out because now they're interfering with the defender to catch the ball, to get the to field the ball. So like, you know, you I think you have the right to slow down to make the defender have to slow down to like prevent a double play or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you have the right to like pause and wait so like the defender can't go through you or has to go around you or would do you, you understand? What I'm I do. I also don't think that there's a competitive advantage to waiting because it's it's creating more of a likelihood for the runner to get doubled off, right? Um, or you know, or you also move the vision of the ball, like the defender can't see the ball anymore. Sure, I'd, I'd still trust my my fielder to be able to make that play. I don't know. I I, I, I mean, the, the, it's all it's all the gamesmanship. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think there's anything out of you can slow down, but you can't stop. I think you can. I, I I don't see an issue with either. Really? Yeah. I'd see an issue if if someone stopped in front of me, 
and I'd have to go around him to get a ball, I'd be a little pissed. Because then it's like, you are causing me to run into you. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, like, I don't want to hurt you. I'm not, I'm not the big, I'm not Stacy's size, but I'm big enough, you know? Are you talking, so on ground balls or fly balls, right? Ground so ball, if it's yeah. a ground ball, you're supposed to be, you know, you're, you're no longer entitled to the first base, uh, to, to, the to, base to the first base, on. the base you're on, right? So you should be making an effort to run. Right. And as long as you're making an effort, a slow effort is an effort. Yeah. But a stop is not. Right? I've, I mean, I've seen, I've seen it happen. In, so I think that's more douchey to stop. I don't and make know. the defense go around you. No, especially in a you know, like let's say it's a one out scenario, mm-hmm. right? You know, or a no out scenario. You know, and you got a runner on third. Now you it, see now you got a runner on third. Yeah, you, you know, you're creating them to make the decision. Do you pay attention to that runner on first or you know running or to second? Do you slow down the defender from picking up the ball to throw the ball out at home? Correct. Do you give your, you know do you give the third base runner opportunity to go home now that you've prevented the defender from picking up the ball yeah i don't i it's funny i don't have an issue with that at all mm. I, see i i only had the issue with the stopping. the stopping hmm. the stopping because i because if i'm if i'm a fast runner and i go and i go pick up the ball and i run into you i think i get uh i think i get i think i get the penalty on the on the runner if you're a fast runner and you I'm, excuse me, if I'm a fast defender. Uh-huh. If I'm a fast defender, like a first baseman, coming really hard at the ball, and I run into the runner because the runner intentionally slows down to prevent me from getting the ball, then I get you know I think the runner runner would get probably a talking to. Yeah, but I don't. I think that would be obstruction on the runner. Right. I, so I think there's a rule already. Right, obstruction on runner. Yeah. Yes. I think there's I think there's rules in place to avoid that type of stuff. But if there's no contact made, now the runner's doing their job. Yeah. So I don't necessarily know whether or not I have a problem if no contact's made. But with no contact made, I, I think you can go as slow as you want, as long as no contact's made. But if contact's made, I think yeah, I think that's poor etiquette. Yo, agreed. Yeah. yeah. But right. I think it's okay. Well, we found ground. It's okay etiquette to slow down. It's okay, but okay. I think it's okay etiquette to stop as long as you're not in the way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, like directly yeah. in the like. Yeah. If, if you're making the, I agree. If if you if you're making the the defensive player go around you to field a ball, then you're a douche. Yes. Yes. Whether or not you've stopped or not, you're a douche. Because like you know, if you slow trot. And jumped over the ball. Yeah, I mean, unless unless you're just focusing on not being hit by the ball. Oh yeah, if you're running your fucking ass off, I don't think there's a problem with that. Yeah, or, or right. if you're just seeing how the ball's bouncing, because sometimes mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you get you know the slow roller that oh, pops, pops up. Yep. You know, like yeah, you no, kind of no, have to get a, a read on. Okay, how's yeah. it going? You know, how's it going? But you know, for the most part, you know, I, I'm quicker, so for the most part, I I kind of just bust out of the box. Yeah, I'm I'm looking to get a jump. I you know what's also bad etiquette. Someone leaving a base too early. Oh yeah, whether you get caught or not. Yeah, no, absolutely. Whether you get caught or not, dude, like don't do that. Nope. Or, the, or, or or like pitchers going in front of the mound. Don't yeah. do that. If you're trying, if you're trying to gain an advantage, it's it's in you know poor form. If you're cheating. If you're cheat, yeah. If you yeah, that's really what it comes down yeah. to. Yeah. Like yeah, base runner whether they get caught leading off or not. Yeah. The yeah. rule, the rule, the the thought process. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Is is just such poor a poor etiquette. Yeah, poor etiquette. Poor, yeah, conversation. Yeah. To me. Oh, I like this one. You know, you got hit with the ball. 
but the umpire called you safe. Yeah. I've I've the fuck called the myself out Walk many the a fuck time. Off the You've field. seen it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely I that's absolutely in the spirit of the game to me to call yourself out if you know that it hits Poor you. Poor etiquette. Don't fucking tell me that's the umpire's job. Yeah. Dude, just grow the fuck up. Yeah. Grow the fuck up. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, finally, two, two for two. Yeah, maybe. Are we wearing on each other? Are we wearing on each other? Oh, hey, we got. La- let's get. Let's get the last thing out of here. All right, let's talk. Um, we got fast pitch kickball coming to Portland. It's coming, and man. And it's gonna be provided by yours truly, Ricky Belasquezzi. <laughs> Dick. Uh, he knows my name, uh, and it's definitely not Velasquezzi. Uh, but no, yeah, I I am absolutely uh, committed to to you know bringing fast pitch um, in another form, right? Because VGL obviously plays fast yes. pitch, and OKC is around. Um, you know, so you know, with all due respect to both those leagues, um, you know, I'm I'm looking to you know bring a third option here that it, that hopefully you know can be a provider of a, a fantastic experience. So um, I'm you know in communication and, and conversations preliminarily with uh you know uh, kickball 365 and um we'll see how that goes uh, i want to make sure that it fits um i want to make sure that you know whatever you know i do for uh fast pitch kickball in, in portland you know is something that portland kickballers want um you know so you know I, my my thought about you know kind of integrating or involving kickball 365 and it is uh by trying to see i i think that Kickball can be a national sport, um, but I think the the biggest or a, a more nationally popular sport. Um, but I think part of that uh, process comes with uh, the step of trying to unify or create something that's a little bit more uh, common with regards to the rules and the structure of the game. So, um, you know, I, I'd love to see you know how Portland reacts to you know the the circuit rules, something that's played nationally, um, and you know played you know with extremely high level of skill um and see how we fare in it uh, i'd love to see portland you know involve itself more in you know traveling to circuit tournaments uh, across the uh, across the country and um and helping kind of facilitate that process um but again you know if portland kickball doesn't you know kickballers don't want to do it and you know ch- have chosen that our rules are better I, i'm absolutely open to the idea of you know playing a more traditional style of game so traditional to us traditional to us yes right, right. yeah and that's really what it comes down to is i, I don't want to be i don't want people to come because it, it happens people come from out of state you know playing in different leagues and mm-hmm. then they'll, they'll come to portland kickball and the be team like team that came from uh, base gods came from uh seattle to mm-hmm. come play they yeah. weren't they were unfamiliar with uh with with fast pitch rules, with, fast with our fast pitch rules, mm-hmm. well, actually fast pitch rules in general. Really. But you know, there there are players that have come from other states and cities that you know have you know played fast pitch kickball mm-hmm. in Portland and and thought that our, our rules were weird. So, you know, I'd love to see what we can do about kind of you know becoming a little bit more unified. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, pe- people people want kickball, and I I just want to provide good kickball. You want to talk about what uh, when you want to start this, what, what month? What my year, hope what is, season? my hope is, um, uh, that we'll have a spring and, and fall season. Uh, I'm looking at like the the second or third week of March, uh, running through um, the last the last of May. Like mm-hmm. probably looking looking at Saturdays or Sundays. I'm leaning towards Sundays, um, and I, I'm thinking you know three to seven, you know three to six, three to seven ish mm-hmm. uh, time frame. Uh. Three. On on a time frame as far as like hours. What about day? 
Sundays. I was, Sundays. I'm leaning towards Sundays. I, I'm looking at both Saturdays and Sundays. But yeah. you know, I know VGL plays on Saturdays, and I think so. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know what you know. I know Underdog has a, a pretty large presence on on Sundays, but you you can't really you know work around everyone's schedule. No, like, you can't. I, I want to make sure that you know people have options. Right. And um, and it's different. You're playing fast pitch. Correct. Um, and I, I don't really see it as you're stepping on anybody's toes. If Underdog wanted a fast pitch, they could run fast pitch. Um, no, I, you know, really the intention is not to, you know, we're still going to be doing the just kickball yeah. stuff and I, and I want to, you know, grow the kickball community as a whole. Um, but you know, there, to me, there's definitely an opportunity for, you know, uh, you know, more fast pitch kickball in Portland. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we're talking March, second, third week of March, Sundays, maybe Saturdays. Yeah. Fast mm-hmm. pitch kickball. Correct. And partnering potentially with kickball 365. Correct. Right, and then that'll be the spring season, and then potentially a second season in the fall. In the so fall, probably you know, October, mid mid uh, August, run through October. Okay, yeah, right around the time you know, OKC ends. Yeah, so basically, you know, I we're gonna the spring season will overlap a little bit with the start of OKC, mm-hmm. um, but the fall season should pick up when OKC finishes. Well, hey, that's that's a lot to look forward to right yeah. there. Um, hopefully, there's a lot of interest. Hopefully, people want to play. Um, that could be a really good thing where we get you know eight teams, ten teams, twelve teams who can uh, who can really commit to playing some serious competitive fast pitch, and it, and it gets you away from all the structures that already exist in OKC, where sometimes you can't find a team to play with. Sometimes it's it's you know, I, I say it all the time, nobody likes it, but it is a little exclusive. It's a little hard to break in into OKC, and this could give an opportunity for all these players who are kind of left out. Left out of OKC for lack of better words, um, I don't I don't mean that in an insulting way, but they just don't have a home, right? They don't have a home in OKC. So here's what I've what I've seen, you know, over the last couple, you know, several years, kind of with people being introduced to OKC is, you know, they've only played slow pitch, and then they'll be brought in as a talented slow pitch player to you know play fast pitch, and their first season at OKC is not necessarily the best experience. Yeah, it's not the funnest, right? So. Um, you know, what I'd love, you know, my league to provide is a space for people to kind of, uh, be able to start playing fast pitch a little sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once OKC rolls around, uh, you can, you know, be ready and prepared to play in a fast pitch league. Um, right. and you know, then that, that fall season looks super competitive because, mm-hmm. you know, people have been playing right, fast pitch kickball long. all spring, all summer. Right. That's a, I'm really looking forward to this. Me too. Really it's, looking forward to this. I'm I'm excited. I, I I really you know, again want this to be you know a positive experience for everyone. Um, I'm I I, I I'm going to give my best and my all to it. So we'll we'll hopefully be able to make people happy. Let's do it. Let's do it, bud. You got anything else? No, I mean, look forward to Kick Mania again. Yeah, Kick Mania in the summer. Kick Mania yeah. in the summer, man. So, you know, that, that same July time frame, uh, I'd love to, to bring that tournament back and and uh, and do it again with you. Let's do it. I got nothing else. Me neither. Bye, Mom. Take care.